Good morning. You listen to FordAlley.net, and I'm Kim Parr. This morning, my guest is Charlie Dilks, the Chief Product Officer at CCA Global. Charlie, how you doing? I'm well, thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah. We're in Phoenix, and we're at the first winter convention for this organization in three years. So that's kind of nice, isn't it? And it was here, believe it or not, January of 20, just before COVID hit was our last one, yeah. I mentioned your Chief Product Officer. When you start thinking about the numbers and the sheer magnitude of CCA, you're probably the most important buyer when it comes to the flooring business and independent retail. So I appreciate you spending time to talk to our listener and and give us some information about what we're seeing out there in the product categories. Obviously, LVT has been the big story for the last four or five years. Is that slowing down a little bit or what are you seeing there? Well, I think everything is slowing down campus, and I'm sure most of your listeners would be, you know, experiencing that. You know, we still are, and I believe the industry still is, would be getting positive growth out of LVT, and in, in certainly in 22 and probably in 23, but, you know, the, the big difference is it's just not going to grow as fast. I mean, we, I think we're early adopters at CCA. We've been in, you know, we've been in the business for almost 15 years now, so we had years where we were growing the business 60 and 70 percent. That's obviously not sustainable, and then I think the industry went through some of that. Now, as the category matures, it, it's growing, but in pure percentage, you know, nowhere near as much, and then, you know, add to that, you know, the last couple of years that we went through those are tough numbers to comp against but it's positive for us and I think it'll continue for the near future you know what's going to happen you know beyond say the end of 23 and into 24 25 I don't know but right but right now it is growing is it the single biggest category in Florida it is for us now. I didn't think that I'd ever say that. that if we don't include commercial carpet with residential carpet, it's the single biggest category of, of product that we sell, yeah. All right. So another category which came out of Europe and took off and then almost died, especially when LVT kicked in, was laminate. And we're seeing a little bit of an uptick with laminate, right? You seeing that? Yeah, we have. And we've been bullish on laminate. I, I think I've told you this before. And, and I, I would say, we look, we've got a lot of, from a percentage point of view, and we're building from a small base, it's important to understand. We had a great year in laminate. We'll probably have a great year in laminate in, in 23. But I, I'd have to say, and maybe disappointed is too strong a word. I, I thought, just because of the, the, the aesthetic looks and, and the performance enhancements, that we've seen, I, I honestly thought laminate would be growing quicker than it than it is. I mean, I, I think it's a great product to put on your floor. Unlike you know what we were selling, say 15 years ago, it looks every bit as good aesthetically as is a real piece of wood or, or certainly LVT, and it and it's price competitive as well. So I, I think there's a there's a good runway for laminate. It's just not happening as quickly as we thought it would have, say a year or a year and a half ago. A lot of it's domestically produced, and they've gotten rid of that one Achilles heel, that hollow sound, right? Yeah, I mean, in, in, look, for us, it's, yeah, it's nice to have it produced in, in the U.S. or even in, in Canada, say somewhere locally. You know, we're, we're just interested in what the consumer wants to buy. And, and what's impressed me about laminate in, in the last couple of years, you know, the aesthetics have just improved and the technology has just improved multifold. That, that's why I thought it would, it would just, you know, take off like a rocket. And, and it has, mind you, but just not, you know, to the extent we thought it would. So what are we seeing with carpet? I mean, used to be the biggest category. What have you seen lately with the, the growth of that relative to the other categories? Well, 21 and, and 22, you know, particularly the first half of 22, were great years or periods for carpet. You know, during 22, 
our carpet business for the first time in many years actually grew, um, not as quickly as some of the other categories. I, I wouldn't say it's back to where it is. It seems like, it, at least for us, I, I can't speak for everybody, that it's somewhat bottomed out. It, if you know, if we have a bad month, it's it's a bad month of, of say three or four percent. You know, versus a bad month of ten percent. If we have a good month, same thing. I, I've said this many times, maybe to you in the past. It, it it it's frustrating for me because carpets never look better. It's never performed better. It's never been uh, you know a better value than it is today. And and I don't know whether you know we're in some sort of evolution of categories and everything always sort of you know comes back but i i'm bullish on carpet just i wish the consumer was as bullish as i was i agree i mean you, you remember it was berber and berber was not that attractive and and then now you've got these lcls and i mean you really have some beautiful styling uh, it's, it's unbelievable and i i'm not you know that much of a technical guy i know more more than you know say than the average person but we make multiple trips to dalton every year and and when we see the products we see it it's just it's mind-boggling you know how they can blend all kinds of different fibers and lusters and the equipment they have and the ability to make product that they do and it it's it's impressive you know, Jeff Loberbaum spoke at the EDGE meeting a month ago, and he talked about what his opinion was on what these cost increases had done to the market. He thought it was probably a 7% uptick in what consumers were paying for flooring based on the price increases. Would you concur with that? Yeah, I, I would say, look, from our point of view, and, and just like everyone else, our average net selling price went up considerably the last couple of years. I think a lot of that was due to inflation. I mean, you know, we went through seven price increases thereabouts, um, you know, over a 12-month period at one point. But also the consumer's wallet was a little fatter, so we, we couldn't really differentiate between what part of it was consumers buying better goods and what part of it was just the goods costing more. So probably a little bit of both. I'd say, you know, our average net selling price went up more than that. So if it's just pure inflation that Jeff was talking about, that sounds about right. So the question I'm leading into there is, we've seen the news lately. We've seen existing home sales down 35% uh, year over year in November. Obviously, the builder market's soft. So the you know, demand in the housing market is definitely down. And um, residential replacement depends on where you are. So if the demand for product is less, uh, do you think we'll see some pricing concessions from the supplier base? Well, supply and demand does interesting things when you know demand outstrips supply and when supply outstrips demand and i think that you know prices go up and prices come back down i think there's other things contributing to pricing today uh, you know more to the negative whether it's transportation cost input cost we know labor costs certainly aren't going to go down but you know i would expect as the market you know softens up a little bit and i'm not maybe as pessimistic as a lot of other people are in terms of what that actually look like but but i think there'll be some opportunities out there and probably a little bit of deflation around price. Now you're a buyer, but you, I think you and I both agree that keeping prices up is actually healthy for the business, wouldn't you say? Well, well, it is. So, I mean, it, it, if a price comes down, a lot of your success or, or otherwise depends on what you do with that price. And I mean, the one thing we talk to our members about it, and we've been saying this for years, this goes all the way back to, you know, Sandy and, and Alan back in the early days that it, it's not how much you buy it for, it's how much you, you know you sell it for. You saving a nickel on the buy side, you know, versus what you can do on the sell side, are two distinct you know strategies for how you run your business. So we're always talking to our members about margin and where those margin opportunities are. 
So we're at this meeting, and I know the focus is, continues to be, because it's a massive program, this Retail 2.0 program. But, but I did want to ask you, just since we're talking about product, are you seeing any new product innovations, any uh, new sizzle that you know, can t- maybe attracts the consumer to want to come and take a look? I, I would say nothing that, that particularly stands out when you ask me that question right now. I, I think that you know, innovation is, is constant in our industry, I mean, for as long as I've been in it, and it happens typically in smaller increments. So whether it's around a better, you know, scratch-resistant finish or a harder core on, on, on a certain product category or, you know, even, you know, better performance attributes on carpet, that's ongoing. But, you know, other than what happened, in, you know, with LVT and then I think some of the enhancements, say, in the wood category, you know, we, we don't see big steps that the industry takes around innovation, but it, it's always happening nonetheless. All right, Charlie, it's good to see you, and thanks for spending time with our listeners. Again, we've been talking to Charlie Dilks, the Chief Product Officer at CCA Global, and you've been listening to Kemp R. at FloridaLA.net.